by Boris James, who's a researcher at IFPO in Erbil. And his title is Making Sense of Kurdish Identity During the Middle Ages, Political Factors and Cultural Crossroads. Thank you. Um, I'd like first to thank uh, the organizer and, uh, and the main organizer, uh, Nicolas, for inviting me uh, to this wonderful um, <clears throat> uh, roundtable and, uh, and say that I'm very happy to be here among friends and among dis distinguished uh, uh, scholars and, uh, and uh, new doctors. Congratulations to <laughs> Dr. Bajalan. Uh, as a specialist of uh, uh, medieval Kurds, I always uh, come across interlocutors asking me with distress, uh, what are these Kurds? Uh, they don't make sense, etc. The The reason why Turkish and uh, Iranian reality uh, make more sense is not uh, because it is clearer, as we will probably realize uh, during this workshop, uh, but because uh, they are the basis of a of more advanced uh, nationalistic formations, uh, that is to say, more advanced in the process of realizing political unity, uh, i.e., a, a state, and thus uh, in the process of producing a unanimous uh, nationalistic discourse. Uh, but this is not uh, the debate of, uh, of today. As you uh, probably uh, just understood, the constructionist trend is more developed uh, when it comes to Kurdish history than for any other groups uh, in this region. Kurdish identity is constructed uh, as any of the ab above uh, mentioned uh, identities. It is a political and a social construct. Uh, however, uh, one or many questions uh, remain and uh, the one that remains is what, uh, what? Uh, as uh, uh, Ian uh, Hacking puts it, uh, the social construction of what? What is constructed through the Kurdish identity during uh, the Middle Ages and how? Uh, the uh, answer is twofolded. Uh, uh, what is produced is an ethnic uh, difference or a uh, differentiation the production of a difference by the manipulation of cultural traits and by the ascription of specific groups and individuals to a category that has a denomination, i.e. Kurdi, Kurd, Akrad. The second uh, uh, answer is that in the Kurdish identity uh, is also constructed the potential for political and social uh, mobilization based on the vicissitudes of the former process, the first uh, uh, fold. Uh, so what is uh, constructed is very simple. It is uh, tautological. Kurds are Kurds because they are Kurds. Uh, but uh, also very vague and very complex since the potential of manipulation of cultural traits as well as the situations of ascription are potentially uh, infinite. Uh, Kurdish identity is constructed and reconstructed uh, all the time, even during the uh, Middle Ages. The transformations are uh, potentially, as I said, infinite, but technically uh, limited by a series of uh, uh, factors. I will focus on two uh, historical situations, uh, each one uh, highlighting one factor 
that contributed to shape Kurdish identity during the Middle Ages. The first lies uh, at the beginning of Arabic historiography between the 10th and the 11th uh, century, uh, a time when Kurdishness was an implicit category uh, defined in opposition or association with Arab or Ajam identity in the context of domination of a, an Arab caliphate. Um, uh, the second situation I would like to uh, talk about starts with the collapse of the Ayyubid dynasty and the beginning of the Mamluk regime uh, in the second half of the 13th century. Uh, during that period, Kurdish identity underwent a transformation and a specific reproduction due to the shift of its political and military role in the context of marginalization in Syria and Egypt and war between Mongols and Mamluks in Mesopotamia. Um, so I start with the first. Uh, medieval uh, Arabic and Persian sources state that the main Kurdish groups lived anywhere between the Fars region in the east and the Syrian Jazeera in the west, and uh, from Georgia in the north to Khuzestan in the south. Uh, so everywhere in the Middle East, basically. <laughs> uh, these uh, same sources also noted uh, that the Kurds inhabited a multitude of environments from war steppe-like deserts to high snow-capped mountains. Uh, by the middle of the 7th century, after a little period of resistance, most of the citadels of the Kurds, Ma'aqil al-Akrad, in the Jibel and uh, in the north of Mosul, uh, fell under the control of the caliphate, and soon the Kurdish populations uh, converted to Islam and became an important provider of military manpower to the caliphate and mainly to the uh, Abbasid uh, caliphate. Kurds were equally uh, crucial actors of uh, Baghdad's civil life, with uh, their famous ulema recruited among the ranks of Shafi'i intelligentsia. Uh, sig significantly, Arab authors of the 9th and 10th century tended to link the term Kurd uh, and the word Arab and Arab, and so uh, more broadly with Arabness. According to Hamza al-Isfahani uh, uh, during the uh, 10th century, the Persians, Fors, were accustomed, uh, accustomed to call the Arabs the Kurds, of, uh, of Suristan, i.e. of Iraq. Tabari, uh, again during the 10th century, uh, uh, recounts an anecdote told by one of the uh, Bedouins of Fars, or Arabs of Fars, Rajul min Arab al-Fars, uh, namely a Kurd, yani al-Akrad. Uh, Ibn Duraid, uh, uh, quoted by Ibn Hawqal in the early 10th century, indicates that the Kurds are Arab, Arab Bedouin, uh, as they share with, uh, with them some cultural traits, such as pastoralism. He regards uh, their name as deriving from the eponym Kurd ibn Murd ibn Amr, etc. El uh, Masoudi, uh, during the 10th century again, uh, also suggests that the Kurds were Arab 
and were descended from Rabi'a ibn Nizar ibn Ma'ad, etc. Often the association of the, of the term Kurd with the words Arab or, or Arab is coupled with a second association with the term Ajam, Ajami, uh, uh, non, non-Arab Iranian. The latter uh, generally refers to all non-Arabic speaking populations and especially in the oriental uh, context, the, the Iranian populations. El Masoudi uh, indicates that while the Kurds were Arab, they had forgotten um, their language. They have been, quote, uh, uh, isolated for a long time. They have intermingled with those who were uh, there, the Aajim and the Force, uh, among the communities, living in towns and settlements. Therefore, uh, they lost their language, Lisanahum. Uh, their language uh, became Ajamiya, non-Arabic. Each variety of Kurds has its own Kurdish dialect. For, for El Masoudi, the fact that the language of the Kurds is Ajamiya is of secondary uh, significance. What is important is their Arab origin. Yet the Ajami element is present and sets them apart. Four centuries later, the famous Egyptian author, El Makrizi, reproduces El Masoudi's narrative uh, on the Kurds, but reverses it and insists on their Ajamness, their un-Arabness. Uh, what can we make of these informations regarding the construction of Kurdish identity? The two elements, Arab and Ajam, are uh, modulated in the words of Arab authors to construct and reconstruct the category Kurd. The element Arab is the binding element, while the Ajam element is one which uh, differentiates them. The category Kurd is thus... Um, at the crossroads of these two groups, but in no way should be regarded as a subset or an amalgamation of them. Therefore, in the classical period, while noting uh, differentiation, authors who received and used the word Kurd uh, showed a willingness to symbolically associate these populations with the Arabs and highlighted ethnographic common elements between them nomadism, Bedouinness. Arab authors uh, first tried to understand ethnic uh, differentiations based on familiar tools existing in Bedouin societies, primarily the fragmentation into tribes and clans and membership of a a lineage uh, dating back to an eponymous ancestor. This uh, limited range of analytical tools also possessed a political and ideological aspect, namely the need to maintain the cohesion of the early caliphate and its army. We can then only wonder why in the 13th and 14th centuries no author explicitly uh, suggests that the Kurds are Arab or Arab we might speculate that a new conception of ethnic differentiation had emerged as a uh, result 
of of new inter-ethnic contacts, the emergence of the Turks within the military oligarchy of the Caliphate during the 19th century, the Iranian uh, intermezzo, I take the expression of uh, uh, Vladimir Minovsky, the Iranian intermezzo, which saw the emergence of Kurdish and Dalamite uh, dynasties during the 10th and 11th centuries, and finally, the Turkish-Mongol invasions uh, from the 11th to the 13th centuries. These multiple forms of contact may have led authors to uh, diversify the criteria of ethnic differentiation and belonging. Moreover, moreover it is uh, likely that the medieval authors had acquired a deeper understanding of Kurdish groups, including their history and their internal politics. Um, I refer here to El Omari's uh, descriptions of uh, Jibal, which is very, very precise during the 14th century. This uh, was due to, uh, also to the mass integration of Kurdish tribes to the armies of the great Muslim empires, as well as their settlement in the cities of the Middle, uh, Middle East during Ayyubid and Mamluk periods during the th 13th century. Lastly, we come to the Kurdish association with the Turks and, more specifically, their appropriation of Turkic military uh, culture due to mass uh, participation of Kurds in the counter-crusade uh, during the second half of the 12th century. This association broke the symbolic link between uh, previously existing uh, a pre link uh, previously existing between Arab and uh, Akrad. However, this did not mean that the Kurds became Kurds or vice versa. Uh, on the contrary, in the Ayyubid and Mamluk periods, competition between Kurds and Turks within the military oligarchy seems to have caused a very strong affirm affirmation of ethnic difference. This is perhaps where the Iranic identity becomes a tool of distinction. Uh, it became a trap in the establishment uh, of an ethnic boundary with the Turks. Another uh, historical situation, the second I want to explore, uh, acted conversely as a factor of separation of the Kurdish reality from the uh, Iranian space and its integration to a more Western uh, space. It is the Mamluk-Mongol confrontation uh, of the end of th the 13th century. The Ayyubid period, the first <coughs> half of the 13th century, represented the climax of uh, Kurdish integration in Egypt and Syria. Conversely, uh, when the Mamluks came to power in Egypt, the Kurds ceased to be both a central military force within the uh, Egyptian army and a major uh, political uh, faction within the state's institution. This uh, relegation of the Kurds out of uh, the organs of the Egyptian imperial state did not mean that the Kurds were unimportant within the Mamluk uh, polity as a whole. Rather, it indicated that the Kurds were to be assigned a new role, one in which they would assist the Mamluks in their struggle against the Mongols in the eastern edges of the empire. Uh, although at first glance, the policies of the Ilkhanids, the Mongols of uh, Iran, and the Mamluks seems 
sim uh, quite similar, the corruption of individuals and tribes in each empire had different implications. Particularly uh, significant was the Mamluks corruption of Kurdish groups, not on an individual basis, as, uh, as in the case of the Mongol policies, but as a people. By corruption, we mean providing financial and military assistance, as well as a title to support individuals who were to represent the central power. We should not forget that the Kurdish territory and the area described as Jibal um, were officially under Mongol sovereignty during that period. However, the Mamluk state, i.e. the Diwan al um, uh, intended to give uh, give it, give it sorry, an uh, administrative substance, that is to say, an official complexion by naming it Jibel al-Akrad or al-Mablaka al-Akradiya al-Hasina al-Jabaliya wa Futuhatuha, the fortified and mountainous realm of the Kurds uh, with its uh, potential conquests. Mamluk's, Mamluk policies were somewhat paradoxical. Uh, they both promoted integration and differentiation. Yet what is uh, significant is that the Mamluks put their hopes in the Kurds as a whole. That is uh, an abstract category of people, a people who would settle and control a specific territory on behalf of the Mamluks. These policies were more than the mere uh, implementation of local uh, powers. They reflected the Mamluks' desire to create a powerful coalition against the Mongols through reinforcing the notion of, of the Kurds as a distinct uh, category, while at the same time te uh, territorializing it. One cannot but notice uh, the resemblance of these uh, situation with the alliance between Ottomans and Kurds during the 16th century, and the construction of an Ottoman, uh, autonomous uh, Kurdistan. These were only two specific cases uh, enabling us to take into account the singularization of uh, Kurdish identity through cultural but also political intermingling, the factors that are, had shaped and will shape Kurdishness are so numerous that the distress of uh, uh, our interlocutors uh, might uh, last forever. Uh, thank you for, uh, very much for the, your attention.